0: So starting in the 1980s, um, Eastside started to see some changes to this marching band. What was happening?
1: In the early 80s, Eastside hired its first white principal and launched an IB program really to incentivize white families who had moved farther and farther away since integration to come back to the school to maintain that federal mandate to integrate. As soon as Parker retired in 1990, they hired a white band director who changed the style of the band away from the traditional HBCU style to core style, which is very stiff movements and glide steps. At their first performance, they played Phantom of the Opera, uh, which was a big contrast to the funk and r and they used to play. And the community no longer saw joy as they expressed it on the field, the way that was culturally reflective of the neighborhoods that surround the school and the students who attend it, and the way that brought them so much pride. And after that first performance, a majority of the band quit. There were some later attempts to bring the old style back, but ultimately the school mandated core style, and it's still core style today. The current band director did manage to grow the size of the band back, but it's mostly non-Black and IB students.
0: So this gets to sort of the beginning of our conversation of you learned about this conflict, this regret that the community had when it comes to this band, where does the band stand today?
1: So it's worth noting that current band members I spoke with have all said they've had a great experience with it and it's been fun for them. I think the band plays a similar role of engaging students and providing opportunity. I think the question is, which students are being served by that opportunity? And for the most part, it's not the students who are zoned for
0: that school. So there's the marching band that's still at Eastside that still plays in core style as um, directed by the school. But there's also an alumni band, and they've kind of seems like they've been trying to bring this legacy back. Um, tell me about the alumni band. This was such
1: a fun story to report just because it allowed me to witness this alumni band. When Mr. Parker died in 2016, there was an alumna, Kathy Norman, who had been fighting to preserve his legacy. She describes it as a calling from God. And the year after he died, she managed to get the street leading up to Eastside High named after him. And they had this big dedication ceremony for the street name and alumni of Parker's band flew in from other states they many alumni dusted off their instruments for the first time in decades and this these alumni played to honor mr parker's memory They thought it would be just a one time performance, but the community was so excited to see them again and to see the old style of marching that they kept getting invited to play. And so they've played at historically black churches and they've marched through historically black neighborhoods. They even marched to Mrs. Parker's
0: house Um, and they're still active today. Today, there's two iterations of this famed band, there's the actual school band at Eastside High um, that marches in the core style, and there's the alumni band made up of the alumni. Do these two bands, are they involved at all? Is there any um, interaction or uh, collaboration between the two? The school does invite the alumni band
1: to play at the school regularly, sometimes even with and alongside the current band students. But several alumni did say they're hoping to be more directly involved and would love to help students bring back some elements of this historically Black style of marching. Katie, is there anything else that you think that listeners should know about the story? I think when we have discussions around the decisions made following desegregation or things that happened decades ago, Oftentimes the response is the past is the past and it's time to move on. But I think reporting this story, it was clear that for many people in our community, this is not in the past. This is still something that they care about. It's still something that moves them today. And they don't feel like they've had resolution to this. And they still feel like there's possibility for change.